0: Welcome to Cody Cast. This is Cody Allen's podcast.
1: From Nashville, we got uh, Chris Young in studio. Cody Allen here, and uh, he just got in from uh, a cold morning walking the dog, I guess, right?
0: Freezing cold. And I, all I had was shorts and tennis shoes on. I was like, well, this is stupid.
1: <laughs> Do you live in a condo? Yeah, a hmm? right. So that's a headache walking the dog, isn't it? Like having to go downstairs, get on the elevator or whatever and then walk outside when you could just like open the back door like normal people do with backyards. Like normal people, yeah.
0: I, <laughs> um, I, no, he's getting really used to it and, and I think a big help for me was you know, having him on the bus and having him in that mindset of, okay, I'll let you out of the kennel <laughs> but it's it's a process. So normally in the morning and at night if I've had him up, when he comes out, he knows food, water, mm-hmm. and then you wait before anything else happens <laughs> <laughs> for the for the end game of that process yeah. for <laughs> for the outside part. Yeah. It's going to be a minute.
1: You've so. just spoken like a true dog daddy, like you are. Uh, you, I mean, you have gotten this down, haven't you? Since the last time we talked,
0: I, I'm really. <laughs> Dude, full full on pet parent. Like, never thought I'd be that dude. Totally that guy. Half of the phone, like half of my phone, the photos are not of me. It's not of work. It's my dog. I was like, look, he's stretching. I must take a photo of this and show it to all of my friends that don't care.
1: Look, the dog is sleeping. It's oh, a miracle. Oh, he's so pretty.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, that's, it is like being a parent, though. It really is, because that's what parents do. They want to show off videos and photos of their baby.
0: Well, that that's as close as I've gotten. And so okay. that, now I, I've kind of gotten myself in trouble with that, where everybody's like, oh, my God, you take such good care of him. You'd be a great dad, like for real. And I was like, I'm good. I got a niece. I, right now I'm, I'm fine.
1: Right, right. Well, it'll happen if and when it happens. But you want kids, I guess, right, at some point?
0: Man, I, I love my niece too much. Okay. <laughs> say, I, it would be weird for me to say I'd, at some point I, that I, I don't want to have kids.
1: So, But it's not for everybody. I think people figure that out in time. But, you know, everybody's yeah. got life choices to make. Boy, this is getting really heavy. Well, we got deep. This is getting deep. I know.
0: Uh, I'm, I'm not wearing the correct <laughs> hat for this conversation. That's... <laughs> The neon orange Bass Pro Shops hat does not really dictate serious life combo,
1: dude. It's a really bright hat.
0: It is very. That's... Like I'd, I'm, I'm most likely not going to get hit walking across the street. <laughs> they should see me.
1: They can see it from the space station, doesn't it? Like <laughs> if they you zoom in, somebody saw
0: me and they go, "You're a big avid hunter," and I'm like,
1: "No, that's a uh,
0: no. I'm more of a fisherman." Actually, this is the Bass yeah. Pro thing, but the right. the neon orange is just because it's Halloween. Sure, you know, it's Halloween this, time.
1: Tis the season. Yeah. But you can, I think, spot that on Google Maps if you just zoom in on 330 Commerce, downtown Nashville, in a few minutes here, folks. (laughs) Uh, No, but seriously, always good to catch up with you. Hanging On is like on the verge of being number one really soon here. So uh, I know it's a great song, and you make great music. We all know you have – how many number ones now, do we we say? It's it's
0: 10. Hanging On would be 11 if it gets there.
1: Wow. Cha-ching. You just got to see (laughs) – it's just it's just you see hanging on going number one it's like just money in the bank
0: okay so I've got to <laughs> say something and I, I'll I'll say it with you okay I've had a whole bunch of interviews um where I've talked to people that have never said anything along the lines of that of like <laughs> dang you gotta be making good money it it's happened since it didn't happen when I was talking about losing sleep, which was, was 10. <laughs> I guess now that it's 10 and I might be going for an 11th, right. people are like, ah, doing pretty good, huh? <laughs> and it's <laughs> it's just really funny because that's happened yeah. at every interview that is I've Is it really?
1: It just yeah. struck me a few minutes ago. Like, man, he must be really banking at this point. They did do, <laughs> It literally came to me right before you walked in. But uh, I think it might be also that the mega millions is on my mind, you know, the billion Everybody's dollar. thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, so money is like. two billion. That's stupid. It's two billion dollars. Justin Moore and I were talking about this earlier, and uh, let me just drop a name here. Um, Anyway, uh, he's a friend. I like Justin. He's like half your size. He's like five
0: two. He 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 and I have known each other for I mean pretty much since the very very beginning. Like he had his number one right before I had number one with Getting You Home, so we were on like all the radio shows together, and so we'd start messing with each other. Like I there, there was one time in particular we were backstage. Um, and I think it was like Coyote Joe's or something. And they had like a big wall where you could mm. sign it. And so, of course, you know, I reach up all the way to the top <laughs> and I sign. But I left just enough space. I drew like a little block off in the top left-hand corner and I put an arrow. And I was like, this space reserved for Justin Colmore. <laughs> and uh, I forgot that I did it. And I got a message that said a not very nice word from him. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, what? But it, as I'm typing, like, what happened? He sent me a photo of his... Tm holding him up, <laughs> so sign it. I was like, "You're the man. You're the man."
1: He's a good guy, but he, he was saying like, when the Mega Millions or whatever the lottery gets to like two million, you're like, "Okay, I'm not gonna buy a ticket." But once it reaches like a certain yeah, over a billion, now you go, "Oh, now is the time for me to buy a ticket." But actually, like two million's not enough to buy a ticket. You have to wait till actually there's more. Apparently, your mind thinks that way. I don't know
0: why. Uh, my favorite thing today, all day, has been talking about, <laughs> and it's like one in two hundred fifty-eight million—the like, chances that you would you would win it, right? So I was talking to somebody, and they're like, "Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go buy one." I don't understand why people buy a hundred. It doesn't make your odds any better. And I was like, "That's exactly what it does." <laughs> They were like, but no, but it's like 258 million to one. I was like, yes. The and it, it's is- almost infinitesimal. <laughs> However, your odds do actually yeah. get better. That's the
1: whole point. Did you just say. Uh, Infinitesimal.
0: Word of the day. Calendar.
1: Wow. Could you? Let's look that up because I have no idea what that means. Sorry. Uh, Hanging on is such a great song, as I mentioned. Um, I'm wondering. You know, sometimes you hang on to people's words in conversation. What's a conversation? You know, maybe a dinner or something. Some person you met where it's like you, you were hanging on to like everything they said, and you were kind of soaking in the knowledge. You know besides what? me right now. Uh, besides
0: but. you. Besides you. Uh I actually recently had dinner with a, a whole bunch of, of friends and there were some people in town for C M A board meetings yeah. and I'm on the board and so some of them went in, some of it was just friends of ours and um caught myself in, in a conversation with a guy that's just been around for a long, long time. Um is or George oh. Strait's oh, yeah. manager. Sure. And uh he just started talking about you know, when he was working at labels and like stuff that you just can't get those stories anymore from guys that that have been around in it as long as he was. And I just was like, I shut up and listened yeah. to his stories. Yeah, like I didn't have anything to interject. I was just yeah. like, just keep talking. Yeah, like, I just want to kind of like get get all of these before they're gone.
1: Totally. And I feel like well, Bob Kingsley's the same way with me. Like every time I'm around him, I always like just shut up and listen. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. This guy's got stuff to tell uh and such a history so you want to learn from those people who've come before you and hopefully uh i've wanna... been
0: around that long too. i mean yeah. both of those guys have been hugely successful for a long long
1: time so. i just want to get better at this chris <laughs> really just trying to get better um besides the dog on instagram um I, and i feel like you're posting like a lot of really cool life moments like this tour was obviously huge. You played Bridgestone here in Nashville, and that must have been a bucket list moment for That's you. insane, yeah. Um, but I feel like there's just so many good moments happening right now. Do you feel that kind of like life momentum?
0: Yeah, there is like a weird thing going on right now, and it's all really good. Uh, you know, I've been working on a lot of new music, which I've been teasing a little bit, but anytime you're back in the studio, I think just feeling really creative as an mm-hmm. artist, you or in a space of you kind of take stock of like what's happened so far a little bit every Mm -hmm. time that I make a record and everything that's going on right now the the tour being so insanely successful and um you know just the songs off this record being Mm -hmm. so incredibly successful and all these different really like you said life moments that are that are going on I just kind of take stock of them and really am like enjoying being in it right now and going this Is really cool, yeah, because sometimes you forget to do that,
1: yeah. I think it's easy to like go so fast you can't find joy in the journey because you're just moving on to the next thing, and I think that's the nature of our business, actually. Yeah, I and feel it's, like it's,
0: it's a little bit of that on to the next one thing, <laughs> yeah. So, like, what's next, Chris? I accomplished this now, what am I doing? Yeah, <laughs> uh, but it, you, you're totally right. I yeah. mean, it, being able to live in that moment while you're experiencing it, you can be focused on. That point and tomorrow, mm-hmm. but being able to find the joy in a lot of those situations, I feel like we skip over sometimes.
1: So no pressure. But what is next? Um, you, you're working on you said the new music now, and is there a certain? There has to be a certain amount of pressure. Yeah, it's. I think it's good to put pressure on yourself to like, okay, I've got to keep this going. Yeah, you want it to be great. Yeah, I mean,
0: you never want to go like, I had a bunch, of uh, big group of songs that I wrote, and they're all pretty good. So here we did. Yeah. I don't know that you would ever want to put out a record if you felt that way about it. Uh, I think there's so much excitement from the very core group of people that have heard some of the stuff that I'm working on currently, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: which is why I've been teasing everybody with, you know, probably sooner rather than later with new music. And some of this is really awesome. And a lot of it's topically different. Like a lot of the stuff that I'm working on, uh, maybe thoughts or things that i've been through in life that i haven't really put a lot of thought into as far as making the song that fit that moment Mm -hmm. Uh, some of them are sad some of them are really happy and there's kind of everything in between which is kind of what you're supposed to do on every album as well but it's uh it's really interesting i think people are gonna dig it
1: i feel like with losing sleep you went also in the production side of things and kind of changed it up a little bit and colored outside the lines with these new songs this new batch is there some of that too
0: yeah it's it's a little bit um i would say the biggest difference between the songs on losing sleep and what i did last week in the studio is uh more organic sounds um there's a, a lot less that's been you know chopped up and repeated or it, it sometimes it's useful as an effect like you know if we did like a lo-fi thing on a really sub heavy key pass and then we chop that up and just make it fill under the song where it's <laughs> felt rather than heard uh or any sort of loop that that you build that goes underneath something whether it's true drum sounds or not i just feel like whereas this record was a little more pop leaning mm-hmm. production wise this one's probably back the other direction a little bit, and more organic sound-wise. So, um, you know, we were we were miking a C7 piano the other day yeah. that was really, really cool <laughs> sounding. So it's it, it, people are going to dig it, I think.
1: Yeah, well, it's all based on the nature of the songs, too. Whatever you have to bring, and then the production, I would guess, uh, would have something to do with how you feel that song should come out of the speakers. Yeah, so.
0: and it's kind of dictated by that. Yeah, I, I think one of the reasons we named the record Losing Sleep is because that song kind of led the charge of what are we cutting for this project? Mm -hmm. Because that song was undoubtedly like, I knew that was going to be a single. I wanted it to be S1, you know, the first single out of the batch and, and glad that it was and that it worked out the way it did. But just kind of planning around that for an album. I think that that does happen a lot.
1: Yeah. Is that how they refer to it S1 in the business? Yeah, S1, S1. S2,
0: which <laughs> when you forget that and you're talking to one of your friends at a bar. Yeah. And you say I think we're going to this for S3 and they look at you like you have, you know, two heads. You're like, "Oh, sorry. Sorry."
1: Are you a bucket list checker? Like do you have things that you kind of want to do that are still sort of on that list or do you just kind of go with the flow of life?
0: Yeah, I mean, for a a long time it was like well i want to have a gold record and then i had a gold record i was like well i'd like to have a platinum record (laughs) and then had a platinum record and then it was like well let's have a double platinum song and then (laughs) so there's always you want to beat whatever peak you've arrived at prior but you know sometimes it's not numbers based sometimes it's it's more You know, I I would have put playing Bridgestone on my bucket list, whether it was sold out or not, whether it was as great a show as it ended up being or not, because I've been to that building, you know, a million times to watch Preds games and, you know, watch Garth Brooks play when he was doing the flood relief stuff. And there's, there's things like that, um, you know, just celebrated being an Opry member for a year, uh. That that was totally on my bucket list, and never thought I would get there. You know, that's that's one of those things that you can't plan for; you can hope for it. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, there's always stuff that I'm I'm sticking back on on a list, kind of internally, whether I verbalize it or I put it down in print or not.
1: But skydiving is not on that list.
0: Nope, out. <laughs> I'm out. Okay. Um, no interest in that.
1: <laughs> when it comes to holidays, I don't know. My guess is that you are an online shopper, or do you just go to Bass Pro like your hat would dictate and just buy there?
0: <laughs> um, as I just hit the mic. It's uh, fine.
1: It'll, we'll edit that out. Yeah,
0: we'll get rid of that one part where I just punched the microphone. Um, it depends. For my dad, I can definitely go to Bass Pro. That's, a, <laughs> that's an easy stop that I do every year for him. But I, I kind of split it up half and half, because my thing is sometimes you're walking around and you're going to different stores and you find mm-hmm. something that you wouldn't have looked for if right. you were just going online. Um, sometimes I think like browsing in person is is a little bit easier, but uh, I definitely do some online ordering. That started in uh, in great detail last year um, for for Christmas.
1: So. Oh yeah, all right. So Amazon, you are the Amazon mm-hmm. thing or the?
0: Mm-hmm. I'm a big Amazon guy. They <laughs> Which, like they like me a lot. I think. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Is there anything odd you like infomercial wise? Do you ever like order something that? comes it's like wow i can't believe i ordered this online um or otherwise so and anything for my dog <laughs> back to the dog yeah it, it always comes
0: back it's like so i was talking to somebody the other day they're like you talk about sports music and your dog i'm like yeah <laughs> it's, yeah i mean that's that's a very large portion of what my life is so if you don't like either three of those things we're probably not going to hang out too much uh,
1: but you got your dog a Christmas sweater, didn't you?
0: I did not get him a Christmas sweater <laughs> this year, but he is, you know, I mean, he's getting dressed up for Halloween. So. He's,
1: oh, okay, all right.
0: Yeah, I, I had to because one of my friends, it's the nerdiest and dumbest thing that anyone has said, and I was like, yeah, I got to do that.
1: What was the stat we heard? Was it 71% of people dress up their pet for Halloween? Really? It's like an insane... Everyone's doing it, so you're not alone. Okay, good.
0: <laughs> well, that the other twenty nine percent's like, I'm an idiot. Like they're, yeah, <laughs> they're probably boycotting whatever and putting out an extra. Like that was stupid. Can you Just
1: give us a hint on what the costume is?
0: I'll tell you what it is. Okay, uh, he's gonna have. Uh, I gotta get a a pet paint pen so you know you can like color <laughs> on their fur. I gotta do like a little Z like right here, like uh-huh. above his eye. Um, I gotta get him some glasses and and a black cloak because he's gonna be Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid, but I can't help it. I've got to do it, man. That's awesome. I've got to do it.
1: That's great. You're a Harry <laughs> Potter fan, though, aren't you? Yeah. Big. Okay. I gotta yeah, remember that. Sure. Uh, I guess. Is it Butterbeer? Is that mm-hmm. the Harry Potter? Have you drank? Apparently, I, you're like
0: I have not. I have not been there. Okay. I was so close to going the last time that I was in Orlando because we were playing uh at the hard rock for a radio event but i had the dog for the first time on the bus Mm. and i was really concerned about going off and leaving him because he ate his way out of a plastic kennel so (laughs) this is before i got like the heavy duty one on there yeah and uh so i I have not universal
1: i guess they said they had their 20th million butterbeer served up recently so um you got to try it apparently
0: it's, well. It's like what you were talking about earlier. I'm not doing it until it gets to a billion. <laughs> I'm not doing it.
1: Um, Which, by the way, thank you for coming in. I mean, I know you're doing like a lot of stuff today, and it means a lot that you make a special stop to here when you could have made me go to Audio Productions or wherever to <laughs> where you know they br- they just bring them into you. You know what I mean, one after the other. But no, if you no. came here, and I, it means a lot to me. So just thank you. Hey, absolutely. Thank you for the time, man. Always great, Chris Young, everybody. <laughs>
0: This has been CodyCast. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen anytime on the iHeartRadio app. Cody is heard on hundreds of radio stations across America and seen on CMT Hot 20 Countdown every weekend. For more, go to cmtcody.com.